It feels like we're all being told to go on this diet, take that supplement. Ozempic will give you depression, but you know what'll cure that? Weed. Or you could try to balance your hormones. At Science Versus, we're like, what the f*** is going on? Forget the crap online and listen to Science Versus. Just the facts. Oh, and a bunch of stupid jokes. What is a ghost's favorite fruit? Booberries. That's Science VS. New season out on Spotify soon. Today is Friday, April 30th, 2021. On this day in 2008, scientists confirmed that two skeletons found in the wilderness outside of Yekaterinburg, Russia, were the remains of the last members of the Romanov royal family. They'd been missing for 90 years. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a Spotify original from Parcast. Due to the graphic nature of the execution of Tsar Nicholas II's family, listener discretion is advised. This episode includes discussions and depictions of murder and execution that some people may find offensive. We advise extreme caution for listeners under 13. Today we're covering the discovery of the missing Romanov children, who were executed and buried in 1918. Let's go back to Russia on April 30th, 2008. Forty-four bone fragments laid on an examining table. These were all that remained of a 10 to 13-year-old boy and an 18 to 23-year-old woman. These remains were no ordinary crime scene. They were the key to solving a nearly 100-year-old mystery, that of the last Russian Tsar's two missing children. In March 1917, their father, Emperor Nicholas II, stepped down, ending three centuries of Romanov rule. The new communist government, led by Vladimir Lenin's group of Bolsheviks, placed Nicholas's family under house arrest, finally moving them to a house in Yekaterinburg. But the royal family proved to be a political powder keg. Monarchists plotted to break the family out of their closely guarded two-story home. European powers who disliked the new Soviet regime wanted the Romanovs returned to power, and Russia's military defense was already crippled from the toll of World War I. If someone attempted a coup, the government's forces may not have been able to stop it. To ensure that didn't happen, the Soviet leaders in Moscow chose to erase the symbol of royal power. Maria, the second youngest of four princesses, and 13-year-old Prince Alexei were woken up by the family physician at 2.15 a.m. on July 18, 1918. The doctor said they were being moved to a different location. The family dressed quickly, their jailer, Yakov Yurovsky, and a team of guards herded seven Romanovs, their physician, and three servants across the grounds and into a cramped basement. Even though the Romanovs appeared calm, Tsar Nicholas II positioned himself in front of Alexei as if to protect him. He was right to be worried. Yakov Yurovsky went out and returned with a small team of armed secret police. Reading from a scrap of paper, Yakov declared that because Romanov relatives continued to attack Soviet Russia, the leaders in Moscow decided the Romanovs should die. 
panic and confusion gripped the seven Romanovs and their four companions, Yakov repeated the sentencing for a confused Nicholas, to which the deposed ruler could only stutter the question, what, repeatedly. Yakov answered him by drawing his pistol and firing into his chest. The other executioners drew their weapons and began firing, felling Nicholas, the physician, and the three servants. A drunk officer named Peter Yermakov stepped forward and shot Tsarina Alexandra point-blank in the skull. Gun smoke and screams filled the room as bullets ricocheted off the walls. Young Maria ran for the double doors, but they were locked. Yermakov shot her in the leg before Yakov ordered a ceasefire. He flung open the doors to clear the suffocating smoke. They found a stunned Alexei sitting in his chair, unharmed, covered in his father's blood. But the reprieve was temporary. The surviving Romanovs were all killed within moments. Yakov and his men stripped the bodies and burned their clothes. They dropped the bodies into a mine shaft, then poured sulfuric acid down the hole to disfigure their faces so they couldn't be recognized. But the shaft wasn't deep enough to hide its contents. Yakov returned two days later, exhuming the charred and partially dissolved remains. However, his truck broke down on the way to the next grave, and as dawn approached, his men grew agitated. Yakov decided to bury some of the family right then and there. He picked out the smallest, Alexei, and who he believed was the maid, Anna Demidova. In reality, it was the Princess Maria. At 4.30 in the morning on July 19th, Yakov burned the bodies again and buried them. His men moved 70 yards down the road and buried the rest in a large grave. Yakov made the men swear to never reveal what they did that night, and for nearly a century, their secret remained safe. Up next, the Romanov family's journey of discovery and identification. Hi, it's Carter from ParCast, and I'm hosting the new limited series, Hollywood Scandals. We all know that Tinseltown is the land of glitz and glamour, but look closer past the allure of bright lights and red carpets. There, you'll find a more disturbing tale one filled with tragedies and transgressions so damaging they've turned hopes and dreams into high-profile nightmares. Every Monday on this Spotify original, discover the real-life dramas of some of entertainment's biggest names. From the mysterious drowning of Natalie Wood and the murder trials of comedian Fatty Arbuckle to the star clients of Hollywood Madam Heidi Fleiss. Each episode of Hollywood Scandals has been curated from shows across the ParCast network, covering over a century's worth of controversies, from the silent era into the digital age. Fame and fortune may be fleeting, but scandals, they stand the test of time. Follow the Spotify original from ParCast Hollywood Scandals. Listen free only on Spotify. Now back to the story. 
On April 30, 2008, scientists confirmed that two skeletons found in the wilderness outside of Yekaterinburg, Russia, were the last Russian czar's missing children, solving a nearly century-old mystery. The Romanov bloodline was a challenge to the Soviet Union, but their deaths were a black stain on the fledgling Soviet government. Marxist revolutionary Leon Trotsky was reportedly shocked when he was told his peer, Lenin, ordered the execution of the entire family. The Soviet Union wanted the Romanovs to remain underground in those two graves, 70 yards apart. They suppressed any knowledge of the executions and burial sites, but eventually, the truth came to light. In the 1970s, geologist Dr. Alexander Avdonyin decided he wanted to find out what happened to the Romanovs. He deduced where they were buried, and in May of 1979, Avdonyin and his team located what they believed was the royal family's gravesite. They started digging at 10 a.m., and by 3 p.m., Avdonyin held the last czar's skull in his hands. Then he buried it again. He feared how the Soviet government would react to the discovery. So Avdonyin and his team sat on their incredible find for over a decade, waiting on the USSR to finally collapse. In 1991, with the backing of the new Russian Federation, Avdonyin finally exhumed the gravesite. They discovered thousands of bones. Out of the nine individuals, two were definitely Emperor Nicholas II and Empress Alexandra. They believed they had all seven members of the Romanov family. Then they hit a snag. Among the nine remains, three were the family's servants, and a fourth was the family physician. They were missing two royal children. They knew right away that they didn't have 13-year-old Prince Alexei, the only son, but they weren't sure who else they were missing. They narrowed it down to the two youngest princesses, 19-year-old Maria and 17-year-old Anastasia. Many believed that Alexei and one of his big sisters managed to escape the Romanov purge. Many con artists took advantage of this belief and pretended to be missing Romanovs. In 1997, the animated musical called Anastasia made a fairy tale out of the escaped princess, giving her a Hollywood ending. However, a 2007 dig put an end to that hope. Sergei Plotnikov, an archaeology hobbyist, combed through a section of Koptyaki Forest the size of a football field. Sergei was a member of an amateur archaeologist group that was determined to find the two missing Romanov children. Sergei explored a small hollow surrounded by white birch trees. The ground was covered in thick nettles. Using his corkscrew-like prodder, he pierced the ground until he heard a crunch. He and his friend Leonard started digging. First, they found a piece of pelvic bone, and then a child's skull. The uncovered 44 bone fragments told a story. The woman was placed around 18 to 23 years, which meant it couldn't be Anastasia. The missing princess was Maria, the second youngest daughter. The bones were shipped to the Armed Forces DNA Identification Laboratory, where they had tested the DNA of the Romanov parents. 
And on April 30, 2008, analysts definitively determined that these were the remains of Prince Alexei and Princess Maria. Although there was no great fantastical escape for these two, they were finally recovered. After spending nearly a century, 70 yards apart from their family, Alexei and Maria were on their way to be reunited with the other Romanovs. But they'll still have to wait a while. Nicholas, Alexandra, and the three princesses were laid in the St. Petersburg Cemetery. Maria and Alexei are still in the state archives, inside two white boxes the size of junk drawers, waiting to be reunited with their family. Hopefully, that day arrives soon. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Trent Williamson, Carly Madden, and Bruce Kitovich. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Daniel William Gonzalez, with writing assistance by Alex Benedon and fact-checking by Cheyenne Lopez. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Hey there, Carter again. Before you go, remember to check out my new podcast limited series, Hollywood Scandals. In anticipation of the Oscars, we're unearthing some of the most sordid controversies in showbiz history. Tune in every Monday. Follow Hollywood Scandals free only on Spotify.